Yo, what's up, fellas? It's Allo back at it again. I got the boy Mike um, doing some pretty cool things in the golf niche. Uh, he has an agency where he hopes high school juniors and seniors get Division One scholarships or just get scholarships in general to go play in college. Um, we talked it up for a little bit before the call, so I kind of just want you guys to hear his story, and then you know the vibes. We just want to go from there. So I'll take yeah, it away, bro, Mike. Thanks for having me, Allo. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, bro. So, can Mike, you mind to like, so for people that don't, don't know, that, that's, fuck, excuse me, the cat caught my goddamn tongue. For the people who don't know you, right, because Ian put me in contact with you, and so can you kind of tell us, like, your origin story, like, how you guys started in the online space, um, a little bit more what you're doing and kind of, like, your goals with everything? Yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah, it's it's a, uh, it's honestly a pretty interesting story, I, I like to think. Um, it's had a lot of twists and turns and and things of that nature but uh, I'd say it all it all really started you know when I was I was 15 going on 16 I I picked up the game of golf really really late um let alone like to play in college but um so yeah I picked up the game really late and I was I was fortunate enough to have you know a lot of coaching and support and stuff like that but uh man I I was terrible like I couldn't shoot. I couldn't break a hundred. Like I sucked at golf. When I tell you I sucked at golf, like I sucked, bro. Like I had never played. Um, I had an athletic background, you know, playing basketball, baseball and stuff of that nature. But um, yeah, so it really, and actually I have a couple of Twitter threads on this. If you guys want to check that out on Twitter, but you know, I, I started really, I, I played on the JV team as a sophomore in high school, which is like, it's, like it, it was like okay, we'll keep you on the team to be nice kind of thing, but mm -hmm. like it wasn't like you know like that was pretty pretty like it's pretty pathetic. Um, <laughs> but for me, for for me, it was like okay, like I'm starting somewhere. Like you got to start somewhere, right? So it was like you just have to to get better and and so things progressed. And uh, you know, I I don't think I took. I don't think I took more than like two days off of practicing for like three and a half years from the time I was 15 until I, I graduated high school and, and found a college to play at, which, which was, you know, had its positive and negatives, but I guess I was kind of like the stereotypical kid that like, dude, I didn't, I didn't drink. Like I didn't go to parties. Like I didn't have any high school experience. Like I didn't, I didn't do any of that shit. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, at times I kind of thought like I missed out and, uh, yeah, I made up for it in college and I've always been like a social person, but I knew that if like, I really wanted to compete like at the division one level and not, you know, and nothing wrong with like going to a junior college, D2, D3, like at all. But for me, it was like something that was really important that I wanted to achieve, like, you know, the highest possible mm -hmm. thing I could. So I had to make the the necessary sacrifices and, and I don't regret it all. Um, I definitely got burned out mentally for sure. Like I, I lost pretty much when I, by the time I got to college, I struggled with a lot of, uh, you know, just mentally and stuff with the game. And, and I've always had a, you know, background, I, I guess, and in influences in, in business. My, my father runs his own business. My uh, older brother is like a, he's a serial entrepreneur. He does tons of tons of stuff. So I've always had older brothers and people like influencing me and in my ear and stuff like that. And so, you know, one day, <clears throat> Probably my uh, my freshman year, I, I became like really really good friends with my roommate, and he happened to be from Australia, and 
he happened to kind of, you know, have a different perspective and we were kind of similar thinking, if that makes sense, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it, man. Like I had fun, but you know, I, I didn't really uh, have too many, you know, it's fun to go out to parties and stuff like that, but those aren't the type of people you meet at school that are like, maybe think similar to like you and I, you know what I mean? And he kind of thought along like the same lines. And so we, we just joked like, you know, forever, about starting business whatever we had all these just it would just turn into like we just go drink and start brainstorming like a hundred ideas just just bullshit like <laughs> and you know one day it hit me i was like holy shit like the thing that i was best at was selling myself to the colleges like that was like the one thing let alone like playing because i didn't i didn't play phenomenally i played well but you know, I really, to play in college at the divisional level, I sold myself on, you know, the, the potential I had because I, I started so late, you know, and I had a good attitude and all those like intangible things. Mm -hmm. so I was like, shit, I can teach other kids to do this. Like, and I can take what I've learned. And that, and that is that like, Hey, like you don't have to go play division one. You can play division two, II, division three, Juco. Like, it's really just about the experience and meeting people and, you know, if I get it, like, if you want to go pro, like, fucking go pro, dude. Like, but, you know, I, I found out quickly that that's a whole nother level of sacrifice, <laughs> right? Unless, unless you're a fr like free talented, which like, if you are good for you, man, but obviously most of us, most of us aren't, but, uh, it hit me one day. I was like in June of 2020, I remember, I remember exactly. I was like, damn, like, I just had this idea. I was, I was actually taking my little brother to a golf tournament. My parents were busy. So I took him to the tournament. We were staying at the hotel. I was kind of looking after him and stuff. Cause he's three years younger. And I'm, I'm walking like, it's like 7am the first morning. It's a practice round. And I'm just walking along. We were, we were, I think we were, we were late. I probably, we were late to like the tee or something. So we got paired up with uh, this young girl who was probably 14 or 15. And I was like, all right, we'll just, I was like, whatever, he'll just play with her. We're walking and her mom was there and she's a super, she was a super sweet lady. I was just, just chatting her up with, with just, you know, normal stuff. And she'd mentioned to me that her, her husband was a, he was a, he was a head golf pro. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like whatever. And, and she ended up being a super, super like amazing lady. And I, I still keep in contact with her now. And I was just like, Hey, like, what do you, what do you think of this idea? Like, I just had this idea like this morning, like, and she was like, she gave me all these people to talk to and all this stuff. And I was like, wow, thank you so much. And, you know, toward the end of the round, dude, I was like, where, like, where, where did you say your husband's a golf pro again? Like, you never told me. And she was like, oh, uh, Augusta National, which is where they have the Masters. I'm sure maybe you're familiar with it. Most people listening probably are familiar with it. And I was like, your husband's the head pro there. I was like, no fucking way. Like, that's crazy. And so I, I got to meet him and connect with him the next day and all that stuff. And I was like, shit, like that's a sign like I, I gotta start this business now like yeah you got to yeah so i started that up in in june of, of 2020 me and uh my friend at the time we uh well still friend but we we started at the time he's no longer a part of it um i've been running it myself for like the last year but he was a, he was a part of it at the beginning stages and, and we're still good friends and all that stuff but um but yeah that was kind of how the business started man uh simultaneously Unfortunately, I uh, I had a, a bad hip injury while I was playing golf, actually, uh, in May of 2019. Initially injured myself, and then I kind of 
hobbled and did some, you know, whatever physical therapy stuff. I thought I would be okay until February of 2021 is when I was like, I can't even like walk. Like I can't even, like I'm limping, like I can't even walk. And so I had a, had a hip surgery in April of 21 and we're uh, still trying to get back into things. I'm looking like I'm probably going to need no surgery. But um, it all adds to kind of the story that I you know want to inspire other other high school golfers and you know it's really not even just golfers like I think the big message that I've learned before we get too far into stuff is you know playing a sport is such a cool experience man like I couldn't imagine like having just coming to school and just doing school and I think there's a lot of there's a lot more opportunity than we realize and there are you know there's not a lot of scholarships so it's tough you got to get creative. But at the the junior college level, the Division three, the Division two level, there's you know there's so many different opportunities, and I would definitely urge anyone to to take advantage of it. But yes. yeah, man, that's... I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're um, fine. so I played football in college, on and off, right? So I went there as a scholarship athlete, quit. So I lived life for one year as a like a regular NART. You feel me? It's a regular NART. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I look at the roster. And I was just like, I'm better than him. Okay, let's go back and play. And then I went back. And then, like, for me, I, I realized I missed it. You feel me? Because, like, you have, like, the camaraderie. You have the brotherhood. You have, like, all, like, the great aspects of it. And then you also have, like, the networking opportunity because you have the alumni that come. People want to go give football players internships, whoop de whoop whatever. Sure. Right. But the biggest thing that I took from being an athlete right is going in day in and day out and showing up even when you absolutely don't want to do this shit. you feel me because you get used to like grinding you feel me because it's like all right cool if i go put this input in every single day right i'll eventually get better at it might not be today might not be tomorrow Fuck, it might not even be like these next two to three years, right? Nah, yeah. Eventually, it's just going to fucking click. And when it clicks, I'm on, right? And so when I translated that to business, right, it's like, man, fuck. I hate my day-to-day inputs. Holy shit, I hate my day-to-day inputs. This shit fucking sucks. This shit is dog shit. This shit is ass, right? <laughs> in, the, in the beginning, right? But then you, you, yeah. you, you fall in love with the grind. You mm-hmm. feel me? You fall in love with the day in, day out. Okay, cool. This is what I'm doing. This is how it's going to go. Eventually, it's going to pay off, right? And so now, right, everything's starting to, like, pay off and compound, right? But same thing with sports. When everything starts to compound, you know, you finally hit your PRs. You run that time. You run your whatever, whatever metric that you go by success in that sport, right, you realize that you can't take your foot off the gas. Because once you take your foot off the gas, everything falls apart. You feel me? Yeah. Yep. So yep. it's always nice talking to entrepreneurs that were also former athletes because uh, – it's one thing to be like to play in high school, right? But it's like yeah. another thing to play in college. Cause like in college, like you really go from like a boy to a man. You mm-hmm. feel me? And so you step in, you're 18, and you line up across someone, or you know, you're ting off against someone who's 23, got two kids, is engaged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yep. like okay, cool, like that's when you realize, okay, cool. There's levels to the game, right? The different expertise. But if I just focus on myself and my own race and marathon, that I might come up on top, no matter on who has more experience than me, because I might catch you on an off day. Right. Right. And so, yeah. It my really, 
Hold on, go, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it really is a you know day and day thing, day in and day out thing. And I honestly I, I compare it to uh to surfing. I went surfing last week for like the first time, and it hit me that like 99% of surfing is not is not like standing up and like riding that wave, bro. Like standing up and riding that wave is the one percent, like that is like the best part. And the paddling out there bro like the swimming just getting pounded by the waves like all this shit where i'm like dude like this is this is brutal it was like my first and i went the second time as well but um like i just realized like wow this is so much like like golf and like business too where you're you know with golf it's so many hours and so many days and weeks of practicing before you see any results and it's like doing the shit that you don't see any results is 99 percent of of the thing itself i felt like no facts because like for me like the i've always been like the journey rather than the destination yeah. like, i like working towards getting to somewhere because when i get to somewhere right like it's just like okay cool i got here what's next you feel me now you have to start on like a brand new journey to like elevate yourself right and it's like all like the character development and all the changes that you make in like your personal life you become a better person become a better man you like, become smarter um you just become like holistic and that improvement is what makes it worth it, right? Not the actual destination, right? Because I see so many people saying, like, when I get to $10,000 a month, I'll go talk to all the girls, I'll be happy, I'll do this, I'll do that. And that's not even the case, right? There's nothing, you're not going to become, like, a Mac, right? right. <laughs> you're not going to get money from a Mac, right? So you might as well just go do it right now, is it right? Because that's when you're going to enjoy it, because you're going to get there at 10000 you're going to be like, damn. I remember when I went on dates for girls, I'm taking them to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Yeah. No, I can date with a girl and I could take it to a decent restaurant and I don't have to worry about oh fuck. How much is she, how much is she spending? All right, cool. She spent she spent this amount. All right, cool, 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 cool. We're good, we're good. <laughs> and, all you, and all you get to eat is a salad in the water because you you, you want to make sure that she could have she could go have a good time, right? Yeah. And, right. like, and I'll i tell my friends this whenever we, we talk back, right? Um, I have one friend and we, we were kind of stuck in the trenches together. Right. And now we sit back. And we just talk, right? It's like, bro, remember um, when it was fucked up, right? And we couldn't do shit. You feel me? We couldn't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> we couldn't leave. We couldn't leave the apartment. We could barely go to the gas station to get uh, gas to go anywhere. You feel me? Yeah. We eat. We eat ramen noodles eight times a week. <laughs> you no, I, me? I remember that. I didn't ate a lot of ramen in the dorm, bro. Man. And so now we reflect on it. It's like, all right, cool. We go to a nice restaurant two, three times a week, cashing out. You feel me? Bottle of wine ordered, uh, unlimited cocktails, whatever, whatever we want to order on the menu, we go ahead and order it, right? And it's like mm -hmm. we sit back and like, like ordering this shit, like it's cool for a little bit, right? Then it's like, all right, cool. It just gets used to it. But we're sitting back, we're reflecting, like, damn, where we came, where we came from, to where we're at. It's like, damn, like, who would have thought? Like you feel me? Like who would have thought? Like we would be here. Like the journey is like a motherfucker. Because then you get to the destination and you get to reflect, and then now we're on like a different journey to like elevate ourselves again. And it's like, bro, we're telling you, like, bro, this shit sucks, yeah. right? It's always like, nah, it doesn't. Remember when we was in the fucking apartment? You feel me? We was fucked yeah. up. We didn't leave to do shit. You feel me? <laughs> like now we just now we're complaining about like we feel like we're in the same fucking spot. We're like, bro, we can do what the fuck we want now. <laughs> like you yeah. feel me? And so, like, I don't know. I, I always value like the journey versus the destination. But so, the question I do want to ask you, right? Yeah. Um, you're going through like your hip 
um, injury, right? And so I feel like you learned a lot about like perseverance as well, right? Because you could have said, you know, like, fuck this, like golf, you know, golf, I, I tried my hardest. I gave it all I had, right? It didn't work out for me. And you could have just disassociated yourself with everything, right? Said, fuck it. I'm not going to start my agency. I'm not going to have the surgery because you're actually still trying to come back and make you, uh, like you said before, got on the call, I'm not going to get into the specifics, right? Yeah. But you're actively making the pursuit to follow your dreams. And I respect that, right? I always tell people, bet on yourself. Do it, do like, do you, right? Because you only get to do it once, right? You might as well go all out. So, how did you build like this level of perseverance where it's like, no matter what happens, like, I'm not going to let it dictate what I want to do. You feel me? I'm not going to let yeah. things that I can control. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, bro. And it's funny because I I have, it's so funny. I have this stupid thing in my, uh, in my notes. I, not in my notes, it's like a word document where uh, it's entitled like the meaning of life. Right. And it was just, I was just, maybe two years ago just jotting down random stuff and now it's like 30 pages long of just stuff mm -hmm. i've experienced and the last like two months it it turns into like me like every couple days typing like I, I mean literally bro i go back and forth like i still there's each there's each day bro i wake up and i'm like fuck man i i need to just call it a day like i can just run my business i don't need to play anymore like i i'm done with it like i'm older um i'm the captain of the team but i just I don't like, I'm like, I go back and forth every day, bro. Where I'm like, fuck, like, I just, I'm going to quit. Like I, but then it always comes back and I'm like, I can't, like, I, I can't quit until the doctor like doesn't physically allow me to play. And mm. that's something that, and I think it's, I truly think it's a culmination of, uh, of different events that has shaped me to who I've become uh, in my personal life. I'd say is a big thing growing, just growing up. And, uh, you know, having, I say having good influences, but it's like, I don't want to say I've like innately had that perseverance, but, um, I guess I, it's been a lot easier for whatever reason for me to take that stuff and turn it into something. I wish I could pinpoint the first event that I learned because it's, I learned it, but I wish I could pinpoint the first event where I learned like, okay, this shit sucks. Figure out how to like turn it around and make all that shit work for you. Um, and I, the best example I could give was, you know, some personal relationship, I guess you call it drama, legal issue when I was like 17. I can't really get too into it. Yeah, um, I'm gonna get to yourself. <laughs> yeah, but that's like such a huge part of who I am, bro. I just, but I can't really, talk about it um but legally like there's nothing legal not it has to do with that but it's nothing like legally like i'm you know totally yeah. uh, i never did anything wrong like everything's everything's fine um but that and i'd say you know growing up i i was a really really skinny kid man like i mean i struggled bad with like eating you know depression anxiety that stuff and when i was about probably 19 or 20 i figured out like you know shit like once you get to like a certain point of just hating yourself like you figure out how to you you just you know you figure out how to change it and mm -hmm. it doesn't have to get to that like that extreme level that i guess i took it to uh but 
how i don't know bro like i i don't know how i could describe it or explain it to you other than the different experiences that have shaped me and i would say just uh following you know just following my heart i guess Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah but trust me man i go back and forth every day i'm ready to quit and then i'm like no i can't quit like uh, but as far as the golf, I'd say because my assistant coach is the one that like gave me a chance to walk on. I was a walk on, so mm-hmm. he was the one that gave me a chance to walk on. I earned a scholarship like two years later, um, and I really truly feel like not indebted, but I feel like I like you owe. Yeah, I owe him. Like, I, and I do. Like, it's just like it's more of like a way of a showing appreciation. No, thanks. And I just feel like I can't let him down or give him up and give up on him. And uh, I feel like I can be a, such a good example for so many kids out there because I know what it's like to be like the skinny dweeb that like doesn't fit in anywhere that doesn't have like, you know, I've, I've always been I've been give, you know blessed with, you know, making friends and stuff like that. But but I know ex- I know exactly what it what it feels like to to have like fucking just feel like complete shit and not fit in anywhere. I mean, I, I had to quit baseball and basketball because I like did not grow. I was like five feet tall in the ninth grade. Like I, I didn't have, I didn't have armpit hair, bro. Like the doctors like didn't know if I was going to hit puberty. <laughs> like, like, dude, it was, yeah, literally. So imagine like, dude, I'm seeing other guys like with, with girls and shit. And like, there's dudes with full grown, like I got a beard down. I'm, I'm fine now, but like, you know, yeah. I'm confused with like no armpit hair, not not a lick of facial hair. <laughs> no, nothing. Like I'm like, yeah, I'm like look like I'm ten years old when I'm like fifteen and sixteen. And so uh I don't know, man. I just have always had like this super like just self belief. And mm-hmm. to your point, uh I would say who you become in the process, right? Like you say that's like the journey, not the goal. And it's so funny because in seventh grade, bro, we had this substitute teacher that used to come in. His name was VJ Stanley. He used to come in and every day he like wouldn't teach us anything about science, bro. Nothing. And he would just write on the board like it's the journey, not the goal. And that's all he would talk about. And all the kids I went to school with hated it. They hated him, bro. Like they're like, just teach us science. Like you're supposed to teach us science. Like shut up about this stupid, you know, journey, not the goal. And I was like, what are y'all talking about? Like, he's right. Like, mm-hmm. fuck learning about science. I don't care about that shit. Like, no, this guy's trying to, yeah, this guy's trying to teach us something about life. And they all hated him, bro. And I'm like, man, you guys can hate him, but like, this guy's right. And it was just so funny, bro. And I, it was just like every other, every other kid would just, just everyone hated him. Like, mm-hmm. they just made fun of it. They made fun of it, which they made fun of. I mean, it's fair. They're 13 years old, right? They don't know. But I've all, I always knew even when I was 13, I was like, no, this, this guy's right. Like, (laughs) but yeah. And, you know, I guess I also left out too. I'm very lucky enough to now I, I represent a, uh, a pro athlete, which is pretty cool. Uh, He's he's a Mm -hmm. professional snowboarder. And uh, so that's pretty cool. That's been a pretty cool opportunity. I've been, I've been blessed with, and now I get to, you know, travel around the world, all expenses like paid going to the competitions and, and he's one of my good friends now, but we would not have become friends, bro. If it wasn't for all the, the things that I 
had to deal with because yeah. we can relate on such a personal like such a similar level so if i would have had it you know easier or been more physically blessed or just like been you know if i hadn't gone through the things i've gone through i never would have like developed like that empathy or like that a that ability to like make a personal connection with someone and him specifically it just works out perfectly that our like two life stories are like identical so i was like damn this whole time like i thought all this shit was like horrendous all this stuff that happened to me like my past whatever bad luck like this is terrible like you know injury all this crap and then i meet him we become like best friends just because we can relate on a level that neither of us have related to someone before it's like damn it's crazy yeah like it it is crazy bro because um i always tell people the people that you relate to the most you guys have the same walk of life right the the minute details like is going to be different right yeah. But the overall theme is going to be very consistent, right? Even with yeah. like you and me, right? You guys, I, I, I talk to you and I'm talking, I'm talking to you right now. Yeah. You guys went through with two different walks of life, right? But you guys have the same overarching theme, like you feel me? And that's yeah. why you guys connected so well, right? Me and you, we went through life two different, different walks of life. You feel me? In fifth grade, I was six foot tall. You feel me? <laughs> Not six foot tall. <laughs> you feel yeah. me? I, I grew two inches in what thirteen years. <laughs> like you feel me? Yeah. And so it's like, but you know, I play, I played, I played Division two football. You played D one golf, right? Two different sports, but it was still athletes, right? You did it at a high, high level than me. Um, and so it's like, cool. I know that I can relate to you on some aspect, right? Because we we're going to be wired the same when it comes to certain things. Sure. Um, and so, you had touched on this like briefly, right? About you had said something about role models, right? And so before we had hopped on the hopped on and started recording, right? You had told me that your, your dad he has his own business, um, and your brother he's a serial entrepreneur. So did that play like a major role in you not saying like, hey, um, I'm not even sure what you studied in school. It doesn't matter to me, sure. right? Sport you saw a sports management. So, okay, you're actually using your degree. You see, now it makes now 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 it makes sense. Now it makes sense. Yeah. I, um. So, what made you say like, "Hey, I'm going to"? I guess I don't, I don't know the specifics, right? So you sure. manage that fleet, right? And then you have your agency where you help the kids get uh, scholarships. So, I guess the first question is like, how are you managing both of those at the same time and not overworking yourself or over leveraging? I like say that maybe this pro snowboarder, snowboarder, he has a busy month, right? And you have to be there for super involved with the month. So you can't really put attention to the agency where you help kids, right? Because I feel like that's like more of like a passion project for you because you could kind of relate to these kids. Yeah. On like, like, I was in your shoes too. You feel me? Then I'm not saying that I'm the best golfer in the world, right? But right. I'm saying that if you go in, you put in these inputs day in and day out, here's going to be the output. And how do I know? Because I went through and I did the exact same thing. I grounded my ass off for three and a half years, right? I was like the skinny kid, you feel me, five foot tall, 15 years old, no armpit. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, bro, because I was, I was, I was like sitting waiting for my parents to pick me up. And uh, it's so funny, the guy I was talking to, he's actually like a big entrepreneur now too, uh, that we had similar, we're at similar points now, I guess, in life. But uh, he was sitting there and he's like, he's like you have armpit hair i was like excuse me i was like what do you mean like 
I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? And I was like, no, like, I, I don't know. And he's like, damn, really? Like, and like this kid, right, whatever, like just average ninth grader, like just probably maybe he was a little older, maybe 16. He was, he was more, uh, I guess, fortunate in that way. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and he was, uh, he was, and I was like, no. And he's like, wow, that's crazy. And I was like, I don't know, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, this is what she is. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's funny, man. He said, that. I remember who it was, yeah. But sorry, yeah, yeah. How do I balance all those things? Yeah. Uh, so the agency is more of a passion project, I guess I would say. So that's something that I uh, slowly, I guess, well, in the, the right now I've been able to slowly kind of control how many kids I'm working with and stuff. Um, but come November, we're going to be scaling it um, slowly with actually like a, an academy uh, in New York. So mm -hmm. that's kind of the route that I'm taking to keep it under control to make sure I can give a lot of the kids the personal uh, connection and the personal attention that I want to give it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, man, I'm going to have to figure out the best way to do that. Uh, you know, right now, depending on what happens with my uh, my injury and stuff like that depending on whether i return to school or not that's going to have a big impact on how much i scale it and how much i you know put attention on that versus school and yeah the thing with the professional snowboarding that's something that's like priority one that i do pretty much every day and that's a you know that's a number one thing but yeah it's it's tough uh definitely probably going to be hiring someone uh, come the end of this year for the with the agency in some mm -hmm. sort of capacity, some sort of role. Um, so that will definitely take some some heat off. But yeah, man, I mean, the snowboarding, the professional agency, that's a brand new thing, and so just gonna have to figure out how it, it works in. But it's gonna definitely depend a lot on whether I go back to school or not. Mm -hmm. So, so, uh, so I had a question beforehand, but Sorry. now that I have you, you answered you answered it though. And so now I have another one for you, right? So, like I said before, as an entrepreneur, your brother's a serial entrepreneur. Who do you see more of yourself in, right? Your dad or your brother when it comes to entrepreneurship? Bro, so uh, my oldest brother, sorry, my oldest brother, he's a commercial real estate broker. He's kind of gone more of down a patricial path and has a beautiful family. Like, you know, he's much older than me. He's 37 or eight years old now, and which is beautiful. It's fine. Love it like we all everything's great um yeah my dad does that and my other brother is a serial entrepreneur uh oh yeah you asked a little about the influences too yeah those guys definitely played a huge role for sure um having older brothers and and my father is someone i'm very fortunate and someone that i respect a lot and he's been very involved and he's been been a great great father um but as i get older i see myself more in uh my older brother that's the serial entrepreneur i'd say um mm -hmm. i'm wearing his shirt right now you can kind of see it says stitch it's a book he wrote um mm -hmm. about his uh custom suit business but uh yeah it's a it's been a huge 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 role huge role model man it's been huge um 100 yeah that's good that's good bro because like um like for me like my mom, she she's an entrepreneur. Uh, my dad, he's an entrepreneur. And then for me, I became an entrepreneur because I was just like, I don't want to work for anyone else, 
right? Yeah. I've only ever worked for my mom, right? And so I was just like, I don't think I can work for anyone else because I don't even like working for my mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get in trouble at home, right? And I go to work. Shit, she HR and she the boss. <laughs> yeah, she's judge, jury, and the executioner. <laughs> so I was just like, man, fuck, I hate this shit. I can only imagine how bad it is at a different company. Um, yeah. And so I think that, like, you growing up, you have three different role models, right, that you can look at, right? And you have three different examples to pull from, right? Where it's like, okay, dad, he had three boys, his business. Big brother, commercial real estate broker, and he has a beautiful family. All right, cool. Serial entrepreneurship, serial entrepreneur, other brother. All right, cool. And now you're taking all their experiences, right? And then all of, like the experiences that you had with them, and now you're making like your own walk of life, right? And you're trying to figure out what works the best for you, right? And so my next question is, where do you see yourself in like the next 10 years? Do you think that you're still gonna be having the passion project with the helping the kids get um to college um you think you're still gonna be operating that or you think you're gonna be full-time as like working as a sports agent under your, your own little different agency bro so i think no matter what i'll always have the golf agency for sure mm. um and it really depends i see that going one of two ways either staying you know kind of just like a small passion project or blowing that up into something bigger encompassing you know other sports as well as you know just like the whether it's like training or uh you know mentorship or whatever it is uh either see that going one of two ways but the the part of it it will at least always be there in some some capacity uh, just because it's something i care about it you know touches my heart and who i am and I, I care like i personally like really love enjoy doing it mm -hmm. and then as far as like the sports agents yeah i mean like i said something this is like brand new to me so uh i don't know but it's definitely something that i could see being a big part of my life and uh you know just overall some sort of uh mentorship or leadership capacity i'd say mm -hmm. but i will say having the the multiple influences is is really good and it's gotten me started and it's gotten me a lot of good opportunities early on and you know i've gotten to go i've gotten to not necessarily skip but like i've gotten to i've got a lot of help picking like the path right i've mm -hmm. saved myself a lot of trouble and now obviously there's going to be trouble you got to face on your own the lessons you got to learn on your own no matter what mm -hmm. uh but i would say the other side of that would be i definitely do struggle at times with you know what exactly what path i want to take and like what i want to make like for myself and having three different people want you to do three different things is it's a little tricky bro uh and like i said like i care about them and i respect their opinions and i know there's gonna there's gonna come a day here where i think i'm just gonna have to kind of take like you know grab my nuts if you will mm. and kind of carve my own path um but i think i think my family will support me and whatever i want to do so that's that's nice having that but but yeah i will say it's definitely uh it's not the perfect there's no perfect situation or perfect thing but yeah. that's definitely a downside of the uh 
of all the different influences. Sometimes I feel like I don't know like what I want to do. Like I don't know what I what path I want to take. Like I don't know like have any of my decisions even like, you know, been my own. Like, yeah. Right. Like do I and I don't I try not to think about it like that or too too deep into it. Um you, you, but, you just rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, you can keep going down. Yeah. I try not to go too far down it, but it's like right just from right now thinking outward, you know, like what is it like I don't really like what is it that I follow and like what I want to to make for myself. So that's definitely something I'd say I I think about at times. No. See, because like for me, I relate to that, right? Where it's like you don't really know. Like I didn't like when I went to college, I knew that I didn't want to be an engineer, right? But I still went to an engineering school because that's just how I was raised. Like you yeah. feel me? I, I was like Oh, I can't be that bad. And then I went there, right? I remember first day of class, I had an engineering design class, right? Epics. That's what that's what that's what we call it at minds. I'm I'm sitting in class, right? I'm just like, holy shit. I'm not an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> you feel I was like holy shit, like this shit sounds horrible. <laughs> like you feel me? Yeah. Like not like our like our like our semester long like capstone projects, right? And we were assigned to make like a Brita filter. That was like our group. And I was just like, holy shit. I don't give like no shits about this at all. And so I was just like, what, you know, like this is what my family wants me to do. So I'm going to go do it. Yeah. I struggled through that, right, for like three and a half years, right? And I'm just like, man, fuck. All my, my only motivation was like, all right, cool. Um, I'll do it for my grandma. That was like her last wish. She wanted me to like graduate from college. Yeah, respect. So that's, that's, that's motivation, right? And then some other things happening when I was at school, and it's like, okay, that's motivation as well, too. And then it gets to the point where it's like, dog, I'm doing all this shit for everyone but myself. <laughs> like, you feel me? Because in my head, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna graduate, and then I'm gonna live with my parents till I'm 30. I'm gonna run my marketing agency, and hopefully by the time that I'm 30, I'm making a hundred thousand dollars per month, not per month per year. You feel me? Um, and so I was like, all right, cool, that's what I want to do. But in order for me to go do that, I didn't, I didn't go have this bullshit ass degree. Um, and so whenever I dropped out, um, it was kind of like a tough situation with uh, my parents because they was like, this, is, this isn't what we raised you to be. Like, you feel me? Like, they weren't disappointed. Well, they were disappointed. But, like, at the same time, it was like, we, like, trained you, molded, molded you to do this. And now you're like, taking that left, right? And so, like, yeah. when you ever do, when you decide to, like, carve your own lane, right, they're all going to have something to say, right? And it's, it's all coming from a place of love. Right, but it's not always gonna come off like it, right? Sometimes it's gonna come off super fucking condescending. <laughs> like you feel me? Yeah. You just gonna be like, man, fuck! I, I didn't think I didn't think what I was was that bad, but it's, it's coming from <laughs> most of the time. Like they they might not just like understand what you're trying to carve out, right? Because they haven't experienced life from your from your lens. You feel me? Right. All they know is life from the point from their point of view, right? And so. That's that's probably it, bro. Like, cause for me, like that was the best decision I ever made in my life. You feel me? And the and the, the best decision I made in my life was going to that engineering school. Um, even though I fucking hated it, um, it was good. It was good. I, met, I met cool people. I have lifelong friends that I um I met there. Right. I just hated the school. Like, you feel me? So, yeah. Yeah. No, I I've, I've never enjoyed school. I I I hate school. Like, I actually don't. I like socializing and going and doing all that shit. But yeah, the schoolwork sitting down like i just that's not not for me i've known that since yeah probably like fifth grade <laughs> yeah yes yeah. i've always been good at school 
Yeah. No, I have I have too, honestly. I've I've done pretty well in school. So that's why I it's never something that like really bothered me that much because it didn't take up that much of my like effort, but it was just like mm-hmm. if I could choose not to do this, I would choose not to do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I I was the same way, right? But like school was just something like for me, I'm really good at recognizing patterns, right? And so mm-hmm. I recognize that teachers they have a pattern to every test. Right. And some teachers, they like certain letters and they like certain letters to be the right answer. And so yeah. I was able to just you know, figure out the patterns for all these teachers. Right. And so I was just like, all right, bet. Like, it's, it's super easy because then you talk to the teacher a little bit, then you figure out their personality, then we'll move through. Yeah. I like, this about- on, on how I could, like, for move the teacher into, like, letting me know, like, how the test is going to be patterned. Yep. Right. And then math, I actually was like, I like numbers. So math was like, cool. Yeah. Um, and so, boom, I did that. Then I went to college and now I'm taking free response tests, right? Where I have to go justify the answer in my own words. And now I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm reading the textbook. I'm staying up all hours of the fucking night. I'm sleeping yeah. in the fucking um, study hall um, office. I'm going to office hours and I'm still getting fucking 20s and 30s on my test. Yeah, that's great. It's like, man, fuck, this, this I'm, I tried for a little bit, then eventually you get to the point where it's like, I'm just gonna scrape by. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I just need my piece of paper with my name on it that said they put me through hell and I came out on top. Yeah. And then I don't know. Like, a lot of people talk about you shouldn't, you should always finish what you start, right? But sometimes finishing what you start has diminishing returns. Like you feel me? Especially yeah. when you're like your heart isn't in it, you feel me? Or you're at the point where you you you're not doing it for yourself anymore. You're doing it for other people, whether it's to prove them wrong or whether it's something that you promised them, right? It's going to have diminishing returns because that time that I spent in school, right? Two and a half years that I spent in school, I could have had a two and a half year head start on my business. So I could be where I'm going to be at where when I'm 26, 27 right now, right? But at the same time, I had to go through some type of character development. So it's like, it's, too, it's, it's, it's like, it's like a, it's like a, it's just like a tricky thing, yep. you know, because you never like you, you. You literally never know what decision you're, you're gonna make, where it's gonna lead you. Lead you. Um, so I had a conversation with my boy Gustav. Um, great ass conversation last night, and he, we were talking about like every. There's like there's like two things with every choice, right? You have like the intended. You have the, like the intended decision that you make, and you have unintended uh, consequences, right? And so you can't control the, the the consequences that come with your decision, whether these are good or bad consequences. Right, you just have to live with your decision every single time, and that's something that I stand by every single time. I don't regret doing anything in life because I'm exactly where I wanted to be at some point in my life. You feel me? And so yeah. I, I think that's something that more people should live by. That a lot of people say, I, ha- I regret not doing this. I regret no, I don't have any regrets. And when I get when I turn eighty, I'm never going to have any regrets. Uh, anyways, right? What do you wish would you did when you were younger? Not a goddamn thing. I did everything that I wanted to do when I was younger, right? Dude, I have to go put up with some bullshit <laughs> on the back end, probably. But guess what? It made me who I am today, and then the person I am today, right? You know, I'm yeah. still learning. I'm not. I'm not a perfect individual. So I, no. I have flaws. You feel me? But I own up to the fact that I'm not perfect, and I'm trying every day. Right? Was one of my things is that I want to be a better human every single day. You feel me? That's one of my big goals. Am I bettering myself as a human being every single day? Because you know, money is cool, but being a good human is probably more important than having a large sum of money. So, right. um, you know, I would agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah. As far as the regret thing, man, I I used to probably when I was 
17, 18, I thought a lot about the past, right? Like, uh, just because my life kind of took a turn. And I found myself for, like, the whole year after, like, fuck, like, I'm literally comparing myself to, like, oh, if it was a year ago, like, this is how, this is what I was happy then. Like, this is what I was doing. And, like, I was just so, like, you know, regretful. And, and I'd say probably a year or so ago, my perspective shifted on that big time. And I, I read a tweet. I think it was by Nick Hinton on Twitter and I've read his books and stuff. They're really cool. Uh, but he talked about like how when people talk about time travel, they, you know, you see in the movies and books and stuff, you think of it as going in the past, changing something to now change your present outcome. Right. Mm-hmm. See, but no one thinks of it as changing the present like situation to alter future outcomes. Mm-hmm. and I was like damn that's crazy like I've never thought about it like that and thinking about that I know it sounds maybe silly or simple in a way but that pretty much made me realize that regret's fucking useless man and it's like you can you can change as much as you want from here on out by changing right now all you have is right now so changing whatever you want now that's you have full control over that and so no. that definitely made me uh definitely made me realize that regretting shit in the past live the past is just is what it is bro <laughs> and and yeah you have, it's you got to be thankful for for who you are now and and uh becoming you know getting this meeting this good friend of mine and giving you know having the opportunity to to travel and do the pro snowboarding stuff it's uh that really affirmed to me that like you know because sometimes you're like man like I trust it. Like, I believe, like, you have this faith that all this, you know, the bad stuff is going to, you know, you can turn it into something good and, you know, it's not just a waste. But sometimes, you know, you get to the point where you're like, man, like, this shit doesn't let up, it feels like. But this occurring, like, this made me realize that it definitely reaffirmed my belief that it's it's for, you know, it's what you make of it. And it's for it can be for the best if you want it to be. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I agree, bro. Um, but it's hard like, to see it, and it's hard to see it, and it might not even out at all. But I think in the end, it does even out. But it's, it was hard for me to see it for a long time. Yeah, like, like just talking about the comparison point, we always find ourselves trying to go back to a time in our lives when we were either happier, something was something in our life was different than our current situation. Right, and we're yeah. like, okay, how can I get back to that point, right? But what we don't realize what that we're what we're doing, right? We're, we're not chasing being at that point. We're chasing a feeling, right? Yeah. We're chasing um, experiences, right? And you could go create those same experiences and not chase the same feeling, right? Because you'll never experience the same feeling twice. You feel me? Yeah, bro. Kind of like going back to your ex, right? It's just not the yeah. same. Like, cause it's it's like all right, I already know everything that's wrong. <laughs> you feel me? I already know. I already know what, why, when, and how we're gonna argue about everything, right? Yeah. So, shit, let me just entertain it for a little bit. Um, that's actually like a really good analogy. <laughs> I mean, I only said it because I've done it, so it's like I know exactly what you mean. Because it's like you, you know, you'll never feel like that same way again. Like it's just for whatever reason. And I feel like even if like I'm no fucking expert here, bro, but even if uh you know it ends on maybe relatively good terms once like that barrier like that heartbreak 
is like happens, I feel like it can't really be. It's not the same the second time, you know. It can't be mended. Yeah. You feel me? Because now yeah. you, even if y'all do go get back together, you already know the ins and outs of the person, right? Yeah. So now you could curate a persona that they'll never get mad at. You yeah. feel me? But what you're doing, like, like what you're doing subconsciously, is that you're you're putting up this persona, yeah. right? That's 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 only going to be good for her, right? And so now you're going to have slips in that persona. It's going to crack. So eventually she's going to start pissing that persona off, right? And, the, and that persona, hey, it's good, it's good, sweetie. But the real you is fucking enraged, right? And so he's going to flip. He's going to snap. You feel me? And then that's when, like, the second time people, I, I've, I, I've only dated one girl in my life, and it was when I was 13, and she claims that I cheated on her. And for the record, if you listen to this, I didn't cheat on you. I came close, but I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but like so once y'all get back together right you have the persona built up right and then now it's just cracks in the persona until like you just blow up and that's when like i feel like all about like, the toxic ass relationships come out you feel yeah. me is that people putting up personas and they're both just getting enraged at each other right because everything's perfect right and then boom mad 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 and then i don't know bro like for me i don't really try to go back and chase experiences right um or like feelings because it's like cool i know why i ended up in the position that i am today something went wrong with the way that i was feeling at that certain time and point and moment right that led me to be here now you feel me so instead of chasing that feeling maybe let me upgrade what i was lacking at that time and point to get to where i was at in that one specific spot that i'm trying to chase that feeling and maybe i'll be able to have more experiences right because like like we talked about earlier it just all just goes back down to the journey you feel right. me and it's like chasing chasing the past is taking steps back in your journey right because you went from point a to b you went from point a, a to c that's better and now you want to go back to point b and climb back to point c right yeah. it might take you longer to get back to c you feel me and you might never get back to c you feel me or you never or you, or you might even skip point b right where you was in a decent spot and you go all the way to point a and you're at the fucking bottom again yeah yeah, and I, I think, mm -hmm, I think for me, like what when I changed when that thought whole thought process changed for me too, like two years ago, in like 2020, I'd say, it was like a, you know, I figured out and reflected on like what I was like chasing, right? Like what like feeling or experience that I was like looking for, and it's like, you know, when you get to be a certain age and certain things happen in your life, you know, you you lose like your innocence, right? You lose like your childlike view of the world outlook on the world you lose like not maybe you don't but i lost kind of like that you know happiness that innocence that world view that i had for so long and when it got like shattered to pieces it was you know like obviously tough for me to adjust but you know it's it's definitely like you said you can you can chase what you know a different a different thing and and yeah that i think that was kind of what maybe but when I, once i realized that it was like okay like that shit's gone bro like it's gone yeah. and the more shit the more shit you do experience in life whether it's like personal loss or tragedy or or whatever it is bro like you can't get that shit back and you're never like the same but i don't think you're meant to like be the same you know like you're meant to absorb like the damage of life and you're meant to it's meant to shape you and and who you are and i kind of compare this 
you know, my buddies kind of make fun of me because I haven't been able to work out my legs, right, in like two and a half, three years. Yeah, now you got so, Yeah, and like I'm short, I have short legs, and I'm I'm like five nine, and I got short legs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played a lot of sports growing up actively, so like, I don't have like puny chicken legs, but like compared mm-hmm. to my upper body, like it's it's noticeable. But I've thought about it like I haven't been able to train my legs for two years, right? So now my physique like might not be perfect by people's like standards or you know what i want maybe per se but it's unique to me right like it's unique to me it's like what has shaped me it's like who i've become Mm -hmm. and when i look at it like that it's i think it's actually pretty cool yeah i agree so i got one last question for you bro so what advice would you give to the 15 year old you right who struggling with their confidence so i don't know i don't know if it's like but i don't sure. know if that was your case right i'm just speaking like generally yeah. 15 year olds struggling with their confidence right maybe there's lacking something socially physically where they're had they're not they're, like what's the they're, they're, like lack like of confidence is probably the easiest way i could i could explain yeah. that oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. like confidence right and what would you what would you what advice would you give them to kind of build up some confidence and become like an image of what you are today right someone who's confident in, in themselves right they set a goal out they go out and achieve it and they don't really let like any of the outside world influence any of their opinions or the decisions right do you want the the practical answer or do you want like the or you want both like no, whatever 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 give me bro go ahead and give me all right bro. yeah yeah so for the 15 year old me or just a person like me the practical answer would be uh you know obviously you know doing normal so when i was 15 right i didn't realize the stuff that i was doing was like not normal i i just was like didn't know right so the practical answer would be you know stuff like going to the gym doing like you know eating more consistently like bro you're not eating enough like you, you can't just eat like 3,000 calories one day then not eat for three days like that's not how it works like you need to be eating consistently right read a fucking book just like the very basic you know go to the gym like the very basic things that build up like you know those foundational habits now the like spiritual answer i guess i would say is you know fully believing in yourself to the point that you're like delusional or crazy that's what i would say and for me i'm like personally very connected i guess to like nature i really enjoy being outside that sort of stuff um but yeah just that self-belief to the point that it's like people look at you like you're you're crazy and you don't have to say anything it's an internal thing right it's not it's not external it's internal and so yeah i mean i would just i'd say you got to you know do you got to do things you know like go to the gym you can't just think about it all day you can't just will it in your mind but a big part of me becoming successful at golf bro was putting in the physical action but it was also a lot of like mentally just like willing stuff to happen and just like believing it so hard like no matter like whatever that means to you like just having like a it sounds kind of weird to say but having like a relationship and like a personal connection to like yourself and like who you really are and like your soul 
Shit. Yeah, that's a great answer, bro. It's <laughs> a great answer. Because the advice that the, the, the advice that I'll give 15 on me is uh stop being a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. read a dickhead. The girls are gonna be there, gang. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, so that was a great conversation with Mike. So Mike, where can the people find you? Bro, you can find me on Twitter at MG Minahan. Uh, same thing on Instagram. Yep, right, M-I-N-N-E-H-A-N. Yep, yes, sir. Yep. Well, that's that's it, fellas. See y'all in the next one. Peace, y'all.